it makes sense for people to put stuff on YouTube. I think it makes sense to try to be a well-rounded content creator. And as that grows, it will feed people back to your live stream. But use that opportunity to talk to people in your own words why they need to go watch your other content. Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole by Elevated Media. Tonight, Ty Flo Ren and myself, Morph, are going to talk about the long-standing streamer mindset of using social media posting for discoverability to push back to Twitch. Ty Florin, what do you think about this? Do you think it's still the right way to be looking at things? This is an interesting topic just because the other day you actually had a tweet regarding this issue with the collective state of streaming platforms being essentially in the gutter and with my response being stating that Devin Nash himself has actually said that live streaming in and of itself provides little value when the real value is video content and other creative works from the streamer themselves. And that's when you responded actually with an epiphany saying that rather than promoting on socials and YouTube your live stream, maybe we should use our live streams to promote our long form and other content. And that's our question for the day is, should creators instead use live streaming as a way to promote other content? And that is the real value. I'm, it just came to me the other day when I was thinking about why is this not always seem to be working? You know, we're, everybody's doing the same thing and everybody's experiencing the same struggles. We're seeing the conversion rate from social media back to Twitch or wherever it is you're streaming abysmal right um i had decent growth on twitch in terms of followers in 2022 but it was still only three to five percent of the followers i was gaining on all these platforms so i'm doing all this work but i'm not seeing it really translate back and you and i and i believe in a recent down the rabbit hole were talking about about that conversion rate and we kind of came to an epiphany then of well maybe we're thinking about it wrong in a different way. Maybe instead of trying to worry about pushing people over, maybe we should just be happy that we're growing on these other platforms and use that overall growth and reach to appeal to brands and sponsors and, and whatnot. And I think that's valid. But then it came to me, well, what if we take that a step further? What if we said, because we all know with a stream, once your stream ends, you're done until the next stream. You do not exist on that platform. There are very few platforms, with the exception of YouTube, that you have any kind of a life after your stream ends. Nobody's watching your VODs. Twitch doesn't, Twitch records clips, but they don't push them in any way. You can't yep. say anything on the site unless you're streaming. There's no posting features. So there's really nothing that happens. So if we all know and accept that the long-term, the way to really grow is to create long-form content because it, it can be evergreen. It can have a shelf life and you can continue to earn money for a while. Same with social media, with short-form content. Well, what if we used our live streams to push people to those instead? And we use our live streams to give people a, a glimpse of who we are really instead of just the polished version that you see in the short-form and the long-form. Absolutely. And to elaborate on your last point there, too, to quote Devin Nash, stating that 
the thing with live streaming is you are locked in in that specific time frame, what have you. Typically, it's three to four hours for more, most creators out there. And in that time frame, you are not able to essentially edit your live stream or really fine-tune and polish it. It's live in the moment, and because it's in the moment, it only holds value in that specific time frame when the viewers are watching you real time. And that's the thing too, is with live streams being only in the moment, after the live stream ends, sure, you might have loyal viewers who love watching VODs or they're throwing them on in the background. But even then, that's only a very small percentage of your actual following on Twitch. Most people who want to discover live streamers um, as viewers, they don't necessarily you know, want to watch a VOD and then automatically follow you because of that. Rather, they follow you through uh, a video content, something entertainment, or even some informational, educational advice that you're giving in that video. They'll follow you through that, then they'll catch the live stream. And as a personal side note, I've actually even begun using my live streams as a way to promote my videos on YouTube or even going so far as to promote my uh, TikTok accounts uh, on there too. I even have automated messages telling viewers that are watching me in real time to uh, quote unquote sub to my YouTube channel or follow me on TikTok and, uh, and as a way to really wrap it up and hook them into it. It's the last sentence I say is, uh, "These are. this is content that you can enjoy when I am not specifically alive, and that you can watch them at any point in time of your, of your day. What do you think about that, Morph, of essentially having automated messages or even directly telling your live audience yourself that uh, they should go over to these other platforms to enjoy videos or other works of content when you can't be live for them. Now, I think it makes a lot of sense because that's the whole point, right? The whole point is that people can continue to consume our content when we're not when we're not live somewhere. And I think what you say you're doing with your YouTube videos is exactly what we all need to be doing. I am as guilty as anyone else of uh, I work very hard on my social platforms to drive them to Twitch. I almost never talk about the fact that I even have a Twitter when I'm on Twitch. I don't talk about the fact that I have a new YouTube coming out. Only place I do that is on Twitter, you know? So, but right. why not do that when I have 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 people sitting in a live stream who are only there because they want to watch me and interact with me? Why not tell them more often Go to my Twitter, follow me on TikTok, at least as long as TikTok exists. Go to my YouTube. I have a new video right. coming out on Friday about this X, Y, and Z. In fact, this is just coming to my mind too right now. Why don't I maybe premiere my YouTube videos on my live streams? So the people who are taking the time to watch my live streams and who like that content will get to see the video before anybody else and then release it on YouTube. You know, like give them some special reason to come to the stream. 100%. And I very much love the idea and can get on board with you showcasing and premiering your upcoming video or videos to your live stream audience. So then 
you could use that essentially as a hook to get them over to your YouTube and even TikTok as well. And to quote uh, Sor Big E, he actually even says that most creators have uh, this mindset backwards with the value being in the videos and not the live streams. Live streams are simply just promotional tools uh, for your community to enjoy in that specific moment. And he even goes on uh, to state in his video that uh, when you aren't live, when you're sick, when you're when real life priorities and family and friends are keeping you from live streaming in that moment, at least you have those videos uh, to fall back on uh, for your, your viewers to, to watch uh, um, at their own leisure. What are your thoughts on the, that with having the flexibility? That is something I really want to hone in on is creating videos and having that ad revenue um, from people watching over time. That sort of flexibility is something that is more appealing than live streaming. Yeah, I agree. And it should be. I think that's I think he has it. He has it exactly right. Um, it you, you know, we all talk about the reason why we want to be active on YouTube. The reason why we encourage everyone to be active on YouTube is because of the shelf life of it. Um, not all content is considered evergreen. You know, you're you know, if like we are for elevated media, we have on our YouTube, we have news that we create videos every single uh, every other week. Now, those new those videos won't necessarily have as long of a shelf life as something else. But for everything that is considered evergreen, that could be a build video. It could be a strategy guide. It could be growth advice for streamers and creators. Those are videos that people are going to want to watch over and over and over and over again. So why not start them off right by giving yourself some free advertisement on your own platform? And then if you Absolutely. want, make a clip of that and then post that on social media as an additional way for people that didn't catch your live stream to actually see what you were trying to get the point across of, go watch my YouTube. Right. And that's the thing, too, is I have a follow up question for that very last statement is, do you think it's possible to create a cohesive cycle or some sort of um, symbiotic relationship between your live stream and uh, YouTube videos um, of essentially you being present, quote unquote, everywhere to every single platform, specifically when someone finds you organically from YouTube? They're directed to your other socials from your from what your video description says at the very bottom, like saying, hey, if you like the videos, come watch me live on Twitch in real time or yeah. even vice versa. Like what we stated before, too, with those automated automated messages in chat saying, hey, I'm not always live on these days, but the days I'm not live, go and watch my YouTube channel. And essentially it becomes this never ending cycle of content. What are your thoughts on that? potential outlook yeah i that's uh that's that definitely makes a lot of sense um i do have timed chat messages on my live streams that say hey go follow me on twitch go follow me on tiktok go follow me on 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 twitter um on yeah on twitter but i don't really call it out other than the chat message and i think that after a while it becomes white noise to people and if you have a busy chat, those messages are flying by so fast, people not even might right. not even notice them. So, you know, I think there's a, a few things that we can do on our live streams to help out our other socials. And by helping out your other socials, you're probably also helping out your live stream. So you can make a big point of talking about it. If you were somebody who creates YouTube videos, 
hype the hell out of your upcoming YouTube videos. Premiere them on your live stream if the timing of that works out. We In our YouTube videos, what do we have? We have pop-up graphics to say, follow me on Twitter, follow me on, on TikTok, whatever, right? Why not have pop-up right. graphics on your live stream, not just um, in your chat? Now, if anyone's listening to this, I already do that. Well, you know what? I don't. So that's why I'm saying that. So I, I need to do that. And um, so this topic is really just for me, everybody. But no, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it really helps push people towards um, towards goals. Right. And I do have another minor note here, too. I wanted to get your opinion on the value of video content essentially being going back to flexibility. Some of our viewers are in different time zones, hence why they use that specific instance to say we can't watch your stream at this point in time because while it may be the afternoon for you and me, it might actually be evening or close to late evening for uh, people. So for, for some of our viewers in the UK on, on Western European time, I brought that issue up just because I myself have experienced that too, where some of my viewers have actually apologized saying that we can't catch your stream in the later parts of the day, we can maybe catch it at 12 or 1 o'clock p.m. PST. But as the, the day goes on in your live stream, it gets very late for us. What are your thoughts on that, Morph, with having those video content to be there at least for those viewers to watch and enjoy later on to get entertainment and also you get potential ad revenue from them watching? I have oft, I have long told people to push your VODs to YouTube, even knowing that they're probably not gonna get a lot of, uh, a lot of replays. Um, you're probably, I don't believe on Twitch that you earn ad revenue from your people watching your VOD. I don't think you do. And well, if you are someone who's a kick streamer listening to this, there is no ad revenue on kick yet. Hopefully that, that statement doesn't age poorly, right. but right now there is no ad revenue on, on <laughs> kick. Um, as of, uh, April, 2023, there is no ad revenue on, on kick. So if you push them to YouTube and you really market that, you know, uh, maybe if you, on your social media posts, maybe you have, maybe you put it in, um, on your profile on, on Twitter or something like that. Hey, watch all my VODs on whatever, or, and, and this is a really great idea. Now I don't always do this because it's, it takes time, you know, and there's a lot of things to do in content creation. You edit down your VODs to a highlight of the best moments, the funniest moments, the most valuable moments to people. And you can probably use something like Streambee to give you an idea of when those most hyped moments are on one of the pages or tools there. But that might be something you do. And I think getting the ad revenue from it, either way, whether it's a highlight or just a full thing is probably smart. Right. And looking through some of these last questions we have, would you say that some streamers at the end or some creators at the end of the day would prefer live stream content and so would their viewers as well? And that's the thing too from what I've noticed on Twitch and not to call any creator out on this, but some just prefer and really excel at live stream content and, and don't really put too much effort into video content or short 
sports whatsoever and prefer just being live and in the moment. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, do you think that while it's questionable on sustainability in the long run, as long as they're still excelling in that aspect of content creation, they don't necessarily have to put too much focus on video content. This is a tough question because mm. not to call them out or say that um, they should be prioritizing more time into uh, video editing and other content that people can enjoy when they're not live streaming, uh, but perhaps uh, it's something for them to consider. Yeah. Um, we'll be good cop, bad cop here. I think you do need to prioritize. Um, I won't spare mm -hmm. your feelings. No, uh, all of the biggest creators, the, all of the biggest streamers have thriving YouTube channels. All of them. Right. They all have thriving YouTube channels. And why? Because they make more money off of, off of that. People are, you're more likely to get a sponsorship deal that wants to put an ad, an, a bumper ad on your YouTube video then they are going to want to do it on your Twitch stream. When do you go to a Twitch stream and see someone doing a live read ad? I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't know why, but I don't mm -hmm. think I've ever seen it. They may have a sponsored stream, but not just a bumper ad. And Fair your sponsored enough. stream might get you 50, 100, 200 bucks, maybe whatever, depending on the size of your, of your, of your CCV. But on a sure. YouTube video, you could charge 500 bucks or a thousand bucks from a three minute, two to three minute red ad. And that's all you do versus an entire stream. And then that ad uh, earns money for that vendor or the, the sponsor in, per, in perpetuity. Oh my God, forever. There we go, forever. Um, because it's it's sitting out there on your channel and people are watching it. I think that it makes sense for people to put stuff on YouTube. I think it makes sense to try to be a well-rounded content creator. If you are someone Absolutely. that says, I just don't like, I don't like editing or I don't know what I want to, present as a YouTube topic, which is, I hear that quite often. Mm. I understand that. You can always reach out to us on Elevated Media and we will help you figure that out. I think to wrap things up on my end and going off of what you said there too, is as much as you may love live streaming, at the end of the day, maybe you should use your live streaming to really promote other socials, um, especially with YouTube, and quite frankly, even if it's a brand new YouTube channel, at least you're promoting it to your loyal Twitch audience, so a percentage of them would hop over from uh, your live stream uh, to YouTube, and that's how you uh, get uh, your YouTube channel off the ground uh, running as well from your loyal Twitch viewers, and thus, therefore, securing your relevancy and a future for yourself as a creator in the long run. Last thoughts on your end, Morph? So to sum this up in my perspective, you want to use your live stream to promote your other content to help that grow. And as that grows, it will feed people back to your live stream. But use that opportunity to talk to people in your own words, live, why they need to go watch your other content. And you're able to interact with them in a way you cannot do in your short form or your long form content. Use that as your advantage and push them the other direction.